Hello, ambush, and welcome to this episode of the Desert Tiger Podcast here with me, your host, Colton G, and today we're joined by country singer, songwriter, Jordan Bollard, as we take you behind her latest single, Back to Us. Back to Us was selected as Sting Ray Music's trending track. It is the first song to ever be selected. Jordan is the first ever artist to be selected for this honor, and we're going to talk about what it means to her, and we're also going to dive into the dreamy music video for this song which was shot during the pandemic the quarantine so we're also going to talk about how that affected this music video we're gonna dive into the road that jordan followed growing as a singer songwriter leading up into her debut ep good on me we're gonna talk about the crafting the creation process of that album some of the songs that went into it as well we're going to discuss the saskatchewan country music community how it has helped jordan to thrive and grow now she even won the saskatchewan country music award for the 2020 emerging artist of the year and then We're going to take a little bit of time to talk about Jordan's experiences in the world of theater, acting, all of that fun. How has it helped her grow as a musician and an artist? All of this, all of this and more in this episode of Desert Tiger and it is all brought to you today by DesertTigerMerch.com where you go to copy yourself something to represent the show and with the holidays coming up so super fast you're gonna want to head on over there right now because we're also getting super low on stock and i don't think i'm gonna get reorders done in time to get make sure that you have your items in time so that you can spend the holidays in style that is DesertTigerMerch.com And now, now it is time to set the vibe before this conversation with the wonderfully talented Jordan Pollard. And there is no better way to get that done than by playing her latest single, that Stingray trending track. This is Back to... Us. We were young and impatient The world was out there waiting But now we're sunset fading Where do we go wrong? We've been 
This is Colton Geschwantner from the Desert Tiger Podcast. How are you doing? I'm so excited for our interview. Ah, I am doing fantastic today, and the excitement in your voice makes it that much better. How are you? I'm doing awesome. I'm so excited to talk to you, and I have listened to your podcast, and I absolutely love what you stand for, I must say. I love all of the encouragement. It just amps me up so much. I listen to quite a few of them, so I, I quite enjoy it, and I'm going to keep listening. I subscribe, so. Oh, well, thank you very much. You're welcome. I like to hear that. I'm glad to hear that you enjoy the, uh, the message, the vision, and hopefully we can continue that here today. Well, I hope so, too. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty confident we'll be able to. <laughs> I'm sure, too. <laughs> Awesome. So before we start, do you have any uh, questions or do you need a moment or any of that fun stuff? Um, I think I'm good. I got my coffee in hand and I I'm ready. Awesome. Awesome. Fantastic. So, I mean, let's start things off sort of at the beginning because going through things, I see that you uh, grew up dreaming of being a musician, of performing. I mean, you're finally here now, but when did that wheel start to get into motion? When did you actually start to work on singing and your guitar playing and all that fun stuff? I've been working on singing ever since I could talk, basically. So that's been a work in progress um, for a long time. But uh, I started playing guitar when I was nine and started playing piano around the age of 12, 13. And I've never been able to read music, so it's, it's all by ear, and uh, I, I'm working on reading music, but uh, that's something that's still in the works. But I started writing music around the same time that I started playing guitar, um, so I, at the age of nine, they weren't, they weren't very amazing songs, but I have, I have grown on that and developed on that, and started performing live around the age of 12 and I've been doing it since then and it's been the love of the my complete love and passion is music and I'm so excited that it is getting to the point where it is and that I can finally say that it is my career and I'm releasing music and it's super exciting. Mm-hmm, for sure. So you've been at this for a while, crafting, working, putting in the effort and of course not everything that we write at nine is going to be fantastic, but it's that practice. It's that practice that's the important part. 
Yes, for sure. I, uh, I've talked with a good friend, um, Aaron Goodwin. I've talked to him a few times, and I guess not a good friend. I wish he was a friend, but he's an amazing songwriter, and I've talked to him, and he says that he's written hundreds and hundreds of songs that will never see the light of day, but it's just the fact that he wrote them and he practiced, and that's how he got to where he is today. So I hope that I can eventually get to that point in my life where I've written so much that every song that I write is comes out a hit song. <laughs> <laughs> well, even then, when you have that back catalog, sometimes there's a line that you wrote years ago that maybe you saw it in one way, but now it fits a completely different vessel, a new song. Oh, for sure. And I think I will definitely go back on some of the songs that I wrote even when I was 13 and 14 and find ideas that I can still use in songs today. Okay, awesome. So at what point do we go from the songwriting to actually putting these songs into the studio for your first EP, Good On Me, which was also the name of your first single. When did we actually start to put these notes onto making them real? This actually started last spring, um, or I guess two springs ago, and I released my debut EP last November. I'm hoping to release something new coming up, but in the process of releasing my first EP, we started talking with Bart McKay, um, an incredible country music artist here in Canada, and he pitched us some songs and went through my music catalog and we picked out some songs that we thought would really stand out and really fit with my image which is kind of sassy and quirky i i love conversation i love i love the songs that i released on this album and we picked them as i was going out of high school and i had just had my first few relationships and or first couple relationships i guess few that that could mean a big number so we're going to say a couple, <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, so I was going through all these things. I had all these experiences that I've kind of racked up in high school, and I had these songs written about my experiences, and so I thought that it was time to kind of sit down and release them, so we started recording them in the spring. We had Chad Melcher, Travis Switzer, and Murray Palver come into the studio and play on the album. They're great musicians, and I'm so happy that they were able to work with us. And we laid down the tracks and released it in November, and we're still releasing singles from that EP here in October. I, my re- most recent one was Back to Us, and it's doing great at radio. So, um, yeah, that's, that's the whole process. That's where we're at now, and I'm hoping to release something new coming up. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's, we're still releasing singles because they're doing very well when it comes to the <laughs> Canadian radio game. Might as well make the most out of them, right? I guess so, yeah, I don't know, I, I guess I just lucked out, I, or I hope I'm not lucking out, but um, I'm, <laughs> uh, yeah, these songs are doing really awesome, and I think it's, it's the work of my team that's really helping, helping boost the, the views and the listens on these songs, for sure. Well, definitely, like you mentioned, the team that you had in the studio is very important to this, and then other things too, like PR and your manager and all of these people are very important and integral into some of these steps so important and i think that we kind of lose lose sight of 
how many people there truly are behind the scenes when you only have uh, one person up up there on stage singing the songs. You kind of forget about the people that are in the background to say, I guess. And um, I really like to, to make note that my manager, um, Angie Morris, and my producer, Bart, and my PR, Strut Entertainment, everyone that I'm working with, they have all put in their time um, to, to, to make this success happen. So. Well, and their time is also what allows you to continue writing and crafting hit music. For sure, yeah. It gives me that time off so I can clear my head. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, all the te- technology stuff and all of that, I can, I can deal without that stress <laughs> when I got uh, uh, writer's block, I guess. That's, that's kind of great to have that canceled out. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So I want to take a small moment to speak on that first single, that title track, Good On Me, because it's not often that an artist's debut single gets to radio and gets quite a bit of traction, but Good On Me got a ton of really good reception. So what was it like to not only finally release that first song as an artist, but to also have that wellspring of reception? I, yeah, it's crazy to me. I will never fully understand or wrap my head around how it got to this point and how it's done so well. Um, I, as I always say, I grew up on a farm, and so our world is pretty small here, and to see my music do so well in the Canadian and Saskatchewan realms, I guess, on the charts, is it's crazy. And this song, Good On Me, we we picked it up. It was pitched to us by MV2 Entertainment, written by Thomas Archer, Hannah Ellis, and Curtis Gibbs. And I heard this song and the lyrics immediately. I knew it was me. This song is about being in a relationship and really liking this person and this person being really good in a lot of ways, but they are just not quite right. And I feel like up until the current relationship that I'm in, I always avoided dating because I'm so picky. And so (laughs) this song really, really goes with my personality and just the whole, my whole vision on dating, I guess. And um, it's very sassy. I love playing it live. And I really hope that the listeners see that too and can feel the sass and um, can sing this song at the top of their lungs and curse their ex-boyfriends or the boys that <laughs> didn't that just weren't right for them i hope that they can sing to this song and relate to it hey it's uh sometimes we have to go through those bad exes in order to learn the things that we want in the future that's right that's true you gotta go through the past to get to the future that's right and then you learn what you deserve and then you find it and then you shine <laughs> that's right <laughs> ah exactly awesome so of course, you talked about your latest single, Back to Us, as well, which has also been receiving some fantastic reception. It was recently chosen as Stingray Music's trending track artist, the first ever of that prestigious now category. So what has it been like to, once again, not only have a song hit the radio, do well, but also get this sort of added boost, and plus, there's a really fun music video that goes with it. 
Yeah, it was a really fun music video, and I think it goes it goes along with the song well. We picked this song up, as I said, I was when we came up with this EP and came up with the songs for this album. We really looked to um, what I was going through at the time, and this song kind of goes back on being nostalgic about a relationship, but I think it can represent really anything. Um, looking back on high school, looking back on your younger days, looking back on an old friendship, it can be applied to a lot of things, and with this video, we really wanted to make it fun and kind of go with along with the relationship aspect. But because COVID hit and we were unable to do a really, really thought out video that connected to the lyrics, we thought that we'd do something so quirky and just kind of go with the whole joke of COVID and make it like I was in a dream scene and that's kind of what this whole situation feels like is, is a dream so we kind of thought we'd portray that in this video and um, with the Stingray trending track I as I said I cannot believe that all of this success is coming and people are supporting my album this much and love it this much I'm so grateful and to be Stingray's trending track is something that I never would have thought possible so I'm very grateful to all of the support Canadian Country Radio has given me, as well to interviewers such as yourself for letting me come and talk to you. I, re I really appreciate it. Um, it also gives me another reason to talk, so I, I love that. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did mention earlier you are a conversationalist, so you're welcome. I am. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good to have good conversation, and... I do really love that one part of the music video where it is just like a dream scene where even when we're reminiscing and going back to those good memories, sometimes it's just a dream of just going through those good memories. Yeah, for sure. And I think a lot of us have those memories, even if it wasn't a fond relationship, there still may have been those exciting times and, you know, maybe when I look back on high school, sometimes maybe I don't think it's the funnest time, but I had a lot of great memories, and, and I think that this video just really showcases that, and I hope that people laughed at it and enjoyed what we put together. Brown hair, green eyes, ask me for an answer in the moon. Top shelf, good on me, on somebody else. Oh, you just didn't look good on me. I tried it for a little while, but the emotions on your sleeve were in my style. It turns out I don't wear your jealousy that well. Then one thing 
you mentioned the whole pandemic situation that we have all been dealing with so you mentioned that it has sort of affected the music video how else has it affected you as an artist this year i mean with shows and everything else it's affected everything for sure um usually i'd be performing uh christmas shows starting now um like Christmas parties and things like that. Uh, this summer was really dead with no festivals or or charity events or fundraisers or anything like that. It was really tough to not perform live. I think that's the, the thing that I miss the most, that and seeing the music community, all of my music friends. I, I live in a place where there's not as many, uh, a big music community, so it's, it's tough to be away from the people that um, I connect with the most. So that's been a big struggle, but I think being able to stay at home and focus on songwriting has also been a blessing in disguise, and it's also given me a lot of time to focus on the single release. So that's that's been great, to also focus on this music video that we released. So it's been a blessing in disguise for me in a way, but it's also been tough as a musician, and it, it will continue to be tough until it's all resolved, but I think I'm finally starting to adjust to it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it has also given you other cool opportunities like playing a drive-in concert. Yes, that was super fun. A super fun experience. I got to do that with my good friends, the Dirt Rich Band. They're also from around the same area as me, um, Lloydminster. So it, it was so much fun to get up on stage with them and play with them. I love playing with the band. So it's always a great time when the band is your friends and also their band so it was, it was lots of fun great to be up there and i can't wait to do it again i hope i can do another drive-in sometime soon for sure i mean it's a little bit colder now especially in saskatchewan i'm from there so i understand how it gets around this time of year oh it's so cold where are you from in saskatchewan 
Um, originally I was in Regina, but my parents are now in like the Fort Quapel, India, he- Indian head region. Oh, okay. Nice. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Super cool. I have been to Regina a few times, but it's, it's quite far from here, about five, six hours, I think. Yeah, Saskatoon's much, much closer for you. Much closer, yeah. We go to Saskatoon <laughs> fairly often. Ah, <laughs> oh, the shopping's better there anyway, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I like shopping. Uh, who doesn't? Exactly. I don't know who doesn't. Especially, like, Winners and Marshalls, all of those kind of stores. Those are the best. They always have, like, something for somebody, usually. So that's that's good. Yeah, they do. And the deals. Yes, yes. So you mentioned the uh, community aspect of being in small-town Saskatchewan, sort of right beside Alberta, all of that. But thankfully, thanks to Sask Music and groups like uh, Saskatchewan Country Music Association, there is a community in the province. How have they assisted you in your career growth? Oh my gosh, they've assisted me in so many ways. I am part of both the ACMA and SCMA, or the Country, Country Music of Alberta, I'm part of both of them, but uh, I can only content, like, be a nominee in Saskatchewan. Lots of help from Saskatchewan in the sense that, well, they are my home. They, I love the Saskatchewan music community. I find it so close. It's like a family. We all see each other at events, and it's like a family reunion each time. Uh, so in that sense, they've, they've been there for, as support. I, talk, I still keep in touch with a lot of my Saskatchewan country music family, even though we are living in different cities and towns and doing our own thing right now through COVID. But um, I'm staying in touch with them, and I actually, the first year that music started coming and I started releasing music, I had um, received the SCMA Youth Bursary, so that really helped me pay towards my uh, studio time and towards traveling with um, shows and performances. So that's one way. Um, I also received SCMA Emerging Artist of the Year this year, so that is a pretty big title that I'm super proud of and super excited about, and I'm really excited to see all my SCMA family and celebrate with them when I can. Yes, when you definitely can, and congratulations on taking home the Emerging Artist of the Year Award. Thank you so much. No, you deserve it. (laughs) Did great work. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was definitely a a shock for sure. But, um, you know, Saskatchewan, I I just love the music community here, and I'm so happy to be a part of it. I I wouldn't want to be part of any other group, so I'm I'm really happy to be from where I'm from. No, it's uh, a lot of people always make fun of Saskatchewan, and, oh, it's always so flat, and there's nothing to do. But it's like, if you actually find, like, good people and community there, it's there's so much to do with those people. Exactly. And I think that's one of the best things about Saskatchewan is that everyone is so, well, I guess you can't say everyone. There's going to be, there's going to be the, the outliers, but um, there are a lot of really amazing people here. And I feel like you will be welcomed wherever that you go. So for sure. Absolutely. So of course, earlier on, you mentioned that you had some plans of hopefully releasing some new material in the near future. What else does the rest of 2020, maybe the beginning of 2021, hold for Jordan Pollard? 
Yeah, I think that um, a lot of work on this EP or album, upcoming album, will be happening, and it is currently happening and will continue to until it's released. But as for shows, I have a few coming up. I'm playing at Cook County uh, Saloon in Edmonton on um, November 21st. I'm super excited about that. This is my first big bar show being a legal teenager. I'm so excited. Uh, lots of my friends are going to come out. Yeah, it's going to be such a party. Um, my good friend, friends Renegade Station are also playing there, so I'm so excited to be reunited with them, and I'll get to see my management team. It'll be great. Um, I have that show. I also have a show tonight, October 29th, with Dave Woods on In the Country. Um, it's a songwriter's round, and it will be on his Facebook page. So if any of you are listening, you can check that out. And hopefully I'll have lots of other shows coming up. I'm also playing in Forge, Saskatchewan, um, on November 14th, a show there, two 45-minute sets, and it's going to be a great show. Um, it's sold out, but hopefully we'll see if we can add another show the night before that's kind of in the works. I don't know if I should maybe say that or not, but um, <laughs> that may be... That may be coming up. We'll see. And, yeah, if people just keep an eye out on my social media. Um, we have some things coming up that I have not yet announced, and I'm super excited to see everyone at live shows. Hey, the future holds some beautiful things. You bet. <laughs> hopefully hopefully it holds no more COVID. <laughs> hopefully. Yes, if, if, if among those beautiful things, I would definitely hope no more COVID would be one of them. <laughs> uh, no more COVID. Yes, yes. We just need peace in this world. Agreed. Let's get back to hanging out with people and being able to show our enjoyment and our love and our excitement in person. Exactly. I hate being in stores and having masks and just feeling so distant from the world. It's, it's terrible. I'm such a social person, so it, it's, it's definitely been tough not, not being around people as much as I used to. No, for sure. And part of that is also not being able to perform live, but you're getting to do more of that too. And part of your love of live performance also goes back to your stage days, performing in high school plays and otherwise. So I want to know, how has performing in plays as an actress, how has that helped you grow and has that possibly helped you in your music career as well? Oh, it completely has. I went into high school, and I wouldn't say that I didn't have confidence, but I definitely think that being in musical theater and drama really helped elevate that. I don't know, I'm a very sassy person, and I think it just kind of just emphasized it. <laughs> but... Being in musical theater has helped me with public speaking. I um, was in mu musicals and plays. I was in Greece. Um, I was Sandy. That was so much fun. Such a great experience. That was a dream for me that it came true. Oh, and, nice. uh, yeah, getting to speak in front of people, I think that's the one thing that's really been um, affected by my uh, participation in plays and musicals, musical theater. So I, I think I think that I thank Mr. Singh for all of his help um, with um, musical theater and public speaking, and I'm definitely putting that into my performances. Oh yes, hey, sometimes those uh, high school teachers don't realize how much they actually influence us going forward. Oh, for sure. So many teachers, even elementary teachers. I am. Um, 
still keep in touch with some from the little country school that I went to, and all of them had made such an impact on on my life, and I will forever cherish that time spent with them for sure. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they don't realize just how enjoyable they make the process of going through those years as well. Oh yeah, those years those years are a little hectic, a little a little wild, and I don't think it gets any <laughs> any more tame as life goes on. So I, I'm preparing myself for that. <laughs> well, the world is an open, a beautiful, open place as you move out into it, and we're very thankful to those people who helped prepare us to do so. Yes, for sure, for sure. All right, Jordan, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to join us here today to tell us about your growth as an artist, your debut EP, Good On Me, and what you have coming up in the future. Thank you so much for having me on, Colton. I really enjoyed talking to you, and I really love the initiative of your whole podcast. Everyone listening, make sure to share this with your friends, and thank you so much again for having me. Ah, Ambush, you just heard Jordan. Go ahead, share this episode with your friends, with your family. While you're doing that, you might as well share some of Jordan Pollard's music with them too. Like the tracks we played for you here today, like Back to Us, like that title track from her debut EP, Good On Me, which you can find in its entirety on your favorite music streaming service when you're there go ahead and hit follow so that when jordan hits you with more music you've got it asap and now it's time for our final roaring dtp thank yous of this episode so why don't we go ahead and give one of those roaring thank yous to jordan pollard for joining us here today to take us behind that debut EP to take us behind tracks like Back to Us. I have to go ahead and thank the team that went and set the conversation up, and that is the wonderful Strut Entertainment. And last but not least, I have to give a roaring DTP thank you to you, the Ambush, for joining us here on today's episode like you all ways do and i love you for it if you have yet to join up with the am yet it's so easy so super easy it's as easy as hitting the subscribe button on the podcast listening service you're using right now and there's other great ways to help the show grow like giving us a big old fat five star review on that service like jordan said earlier you can also share this episode with your friends with your family on your social media you can also help the show out by heading on over to ilovedtp.com to deserttigermerch.com they're the same place and it's where you go to copy yourself something to represent this show everywhere you go ambush this Friday on the DTB. We are joined by singer-songwriter Tennyson King as we take you behind the music of his latest tracks, Garden of Truth and A Wild Rose. Of course, usually around this time of the year, Tennyson King is touring through Australia, 
So we're also going to be diving into what it has been like not really being able to take on that nomadic lifestyle that TK is used to, and it all goes down here this Friday on the Desert Tiger podcast when we take you behind his new single, Garden of Truth. But until then, yes, until then, you know what it is, am I want you to go out there and find your mountain, to find your oasis, the thing that makes your heart sing and scream to its fullest glory, its capacity, its passion. Go out there, find that thing, craft that thing and once you finally have grown with that thing you let out your wondrous roar so the world can marvel in it can marvel in your beauty because yes you are beautiful and we don't hear it enough so i'm about to tell it to you again and hopefully hopefully you believe me you are beautiful and until this Friday with Tennyson King, bye-bye. And keep that smile, because it looks so good on you. Yes, it do. <laughs>